Hello, I'm Leo Neal and I look after Small Business for NAB and I am here for the second of a series of three podcasts with Trent Innes, Managing Director of Zero. Any of us who listened to our last podcast will recall that Trent told me he loves numbers and technology. So hello again, Trent. Thank you for having me back again. And you just described to me that numbers are magical. Can you can you give you a bit of context of why numbers are magical? You seem to be laughing when I say that, but uh, no, they are magical. I think um, one of the great things about accounting is that when you when you actually get it to balance, it's a kind of a really satisfying, magical, magical feeling. And um, I think it's probably a, a better time than ever uh, in, in terms of technology and technology and accounting coming together to be even more magical than it's ever been. And so critically important for a small business to get those numbers to balance. Absolutely. And I actually think if you asked a lot of small businesses, they probably would say it's quite magical when it does balance. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, one of the things that's probably less magical about small businesses, and I know we've talked about this on a number of occasions, is the the compliance burden and the hours of time that small businesses seem to spend or need to spend to meet the compliance regulations. Do you see that in your customer base? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, one of the things that we're um, that we're really driven by is trying to reduce that compliance burden as much as we possibly can. So based on some survey information that we've, that we've done, um, small businesses spend up to 11 hours on average a week managing compliance, which is, which is an horrendous amount of time when you're trying to run a small business and you know juggle families and juggle your personal life as well. That's a lot of time to spend uh, ticking boxes. One very long work day a week it is managing compliance. And I think the reality is most of it's probably done after hours as well. So yeah. they're not even probably doing it during the day. So if you're running a cafe, you're probably not doing your compliance while the cafe is running. You're doing it after hours. So you know, we need to really work hard to streamline streamline that for them and make it make it as easy as possible. Yeah, and I know um, you know, we're always really proud of the way we try and work with zero to to link up some of the things like banking and accountancy to make some of that compliance less and you know we've all got a big role to play in how do we make it easier to run small businesses and work together to support the sector yeah absolutely and i'll give you an example of, of, of magical i mean you think back uh, when we had you know on desktop accounting and there's probably many many small businesses out there still running desktop accounting at the moment but you know, you'd basically go into your banking software you download a csv file you'd boot up your pc go and make a coffee um, and then when the PC's booted up, you'd try and import it and then reconcile it. it generally got too hard, so you either did it at the end of the week or the end of the month, um, or even worse, at the end of the year. Whereas now those transactions just flow seamlessly from NAB straight into Zero, you, and, and the system then reconciles those for you where it possibly can, and then you basically know exactly what your position is straight away. So it really is quite magical. It's quite magical indeed. There's no more important time than to get your compliance in order than the end of the financial year. So 30th of June is around the corner. What I'd love to do with you now, Trent, is I know we've had lots of conversations around what are the practical things that you can do as a small business to get ready for the end of the financial year? I think between us, we've come up with five. We have. Should we give it a go and see whether we've got the right five? And I'm sure our listeners will tell us whether we have. Absolutely. So the first is make an appointment. What do we mean by make an appointment? So make an appointment with someone that can help you. So um, go and see your, your accountant or bookkeeper and make an appointment as early as possible to, to go and see them. Don't, don't leave it to the last minute because there are, there are deadlines and there are penalties around those deadlines as well. So you want to be pre- as prepared as possible. So anything you can do to prepare up front and to make sure you're actually ready to go um, will make it far less stressful because... Um, a lot of our studies also show that it's a very stressful time of the year for small business as well, when they're overwhelmed by uh, by the burden of compliance. 
Yeah, I think that's a it's a great way of describing how you can relieve some of that anxiety by just kind of facing into it. Go and make an appointment, have a conversation with someone. And I know I always encourage our small business customers to have a conversation about the end of the financial year, but also what should they be thinking about for the 12 months ahead? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you want to deal with it as early as possible. I mean, the, the, the longer you put it off, the more stressful it becomes, and then it, uh, then it actually will just become harder than it needs to be. So you've made an appointment and you, you've taken the time to, to prioritise the time to have a profe- conversation with somebody who can give you some professional advice. The second thing we thought that small businesses need to do is review all subscriptions and direct debits. Why is that important? Yeah, I think it's a great time of the year to actually have a look at everything. So have a really close look at your uh, at your bank statement, all the transactions that are flowing into zero, and have a look and say, do I actually need all of these still? Am I getting the best deal possible? So it's actually a great opportunity to uh, to reassess all of those things and make sure you're actually getting great great value for money. So it's it's a great way of actually trying to reduce a bit of your spend as well. Um, and at that time of the year, it's a, it's a perfect time to do it. So the end of financial year is preceded by the budget and I know that you and I will both be taking great interest and we had conversations immediately after the budget about what what's interesting and what's in it that's going to help small business and we were really pleased to see the small business write-off was extended in time what does that really mean so it basically means that a that a small business can can uh, do an instant asset write off up to twenty thousand dollars for uh, for a new piece of equipment uh, for that for their business. So it's great to see that the government's actually continue to extend this. So it's been going for a number of years now, um, and it's a great opportunity for a small business before the end of financial year to buy that new piece of equipment. So you know, if they're a cafe, buy that new coffee machine uh, and be able to write it off in one in one uh, one lump sum deduction. I know that when we um, we run a business seminar for on the morning after the budget, I think you run something similar. One of the conversations we had is what a great opportunity it is for small businesses to invest in technology that will set them up for future success by utilising that tax write-off. Yeah, absolutely. They should be investing in technology or, or, or new equipment to make the customer experience better of their business. You know, it really depends on what sort of small business they are. I mean, we've, we've talked many times as well about you know, how, how, how fragmented the small business market is. So it really comes down to, to buying the thing that actually is going to help them run their business better. And I noticed you said customer experience, and we've we've talked before at length, critical for the success of any business now. Absolutely, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, by having great technology in place, it actually helps frees you up to spend more time on that customer experience as well. So, you know, if they if they can plan early and use technology as best they possibly can, they'll actually be free up more time to, to spend on their customers. So we've used our small business write-off on something that we know is going to give an awesome customer experience. The fourth tip we had was get your house in order. What does that mean? So unfortunately, many small businesses are reliant on shoeboxes or are completely disorganized when it comes to uh, comes to organizing their financial affairs. And I think, I've said this a number of times, but it sort of comes back to, I think, uh, it's almost uh, comes a bit too hard sometimes. So they kind of look at it and go, oh, I'll just put it off because it, it'll, take, it'll sort of take care of itself. And they end up with all these receipts and they end up in a mess. So... Putting time in early and making sure they've got things organised and under control um, makes makes absolute sense to me. And I think if you can do that through technology, that definitely makes sense. So you want to try and move away from that shoebox, you know, um, for a, for a very minimal minimal investment these days. Really, if you look at cloud technology, is very very minimal minimal investment, and they can uh, they can actually focus on what's important. Uh, we uh, some academic research recently has revealed that small businesses spend an average of 256 hours a year on tax compliance. 
And we firmly believe one of the ways of reducing that is to keep on top of it concurrently rather than having to start again, find the shoebox, get the receipts, remember what they were for. Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you want you want to be doing it uh, as and when it's a, it's, it's happening. Uh, and there's so much great technology that can help you do that these days. So you don't need to even keep receipts anymore. So there's great technology that will actually just drive those transactions straight into your ledger for you. So then your accountant can come in and uh, your accountant or bookkeeper can come in and help work on those transactions with you um, and collaborate digitally. So they don't even need to come and visit your present your, your premises anymore either. So it's a your know, technology for small businesses at the best place it's ever been. So we're talking about keeping your small business up to date in real live time. Our fifth tip is a a longer reaching, further thinking tip, which is to review your superannuation. Now, I know when I speak to customers, superannuation can sometimes seem like a long distance, not needed to focus on thing. Why is it important for small business to review their superannuation? So, um, so it does rush up on you, uh, and all of a sudden you do get a bit older. So you want to make sure you are putting some, you are putting some money away. But a lot of small businesses are so um, so invested in the here and now, they're not necessarily thinking about the long term future. So it's really important that they're actually putting a plan together, working with their working with their accountant if necessary to actually help think about that long term plan. So what's what's that long term plan look like? So really encourage them to be putting superannuation away as early as possible. And important to make that payment before the 30th of June, so you get the deduction in this tax year. Absolutely, you want to make the deduction. You want it well and truly done by the 30th of June. Great, thanks, Trent. So I'm going to have a go at summarising our five magical tips for the end of the financial year, and you can tell me if I've missed anything. I love the fact you're using the word magical now. We do think they're magical. <laughs> magical numbers. First of all, we've called it make an appointment, but take some time out, prioritise spending time with a professional to talk around what is it you need to do to get ready, remove that anxiety, but also what might you do over the next 12 months. Secondly, take time to review your subscriptions and direct debits. Do they need renewing? Do you even need them anymore? It can be a great opportunity to take stock of your costs. The third... The small business write-off was extended the time in the in the budget this year. It's a great opportunity to invest $20,000 in something that's going to help your business for future and ideally improve your customer experience. Fourth, get your house in order. There is loads of technology out there right now so you can get real-time live updates on where your business really is. And fifth, when you're thinking in the long term, take time to review your superannuation And if you can, make a payment so that you get the deduction before the 30th of June. Anything else I've missed? I think you've absolutely nailed it, Lee. You've nailed the top five tips. Great. Thanks, Trent. Pleasure.